Hello and welcome to the broadcast. This is a ministry of North Harford Baptist Church in Jarrettsville, Maryland. Visit us online at northharford.org. The other devotional we do is from a book called A Gospel Primer. Very short devotions. This week is section 9, Resting in Christ's Righteousness. A Gospel Primer for Christians learning to see the glories of God's love. The overall theme of these devotions in this book, which I highly recommend that you get, or you could do like Lauren is doing, just keep them. Each week I give out a handout, and you get your whole collection by the end of this, you'll have, you'll have the book in handout form. But the overall theme is learning to um, feast on the gospel daily, learning to walk in God's grace daily, to be encouraged daily, to be reminded who we are through the gospel daily, and how it's the gospel that changes us into the likeness of Christ. Section 9, Resting in Christ's Righteousness. The gospel encourages me to rest in my righteous standing with God. Standing which Christ himself has accomplished and always maintains for me. Uh, Footnote 26 from Romans 5. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Here comes one of my favorite phrases. Through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we exult in hope of the glory of God. And also from 1 John 2, verse 1, And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he himself is the propitiation for our sins. Back up into the main paragraph. I never have to do a moment's labor to gain or maintain my justified status before God. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? This is not an exaggeration to make a point. It's not hyperbole. It's literally true. If you're cleansed by the blood of Christ, if you're united to Jesus by faith, you do not have to do one moment's work to earn or complete or maintain a right standing with God. Romans 4, 5. But to the one who does not work but believes in him, who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited as righteousness. From Hebrews 4, 3. For we who have believed enter that rest. You see, we who have believed enter that rest, not we who worked. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Back up into the main paragraph. Freed from the burden of such a task, right, of earning our salvation, I now can put my energies into enjoying God, pursuing holiness, and ministering God's amazing grace to others. It's a good paradigm for life. Amen? The gospel always reminds me that my righteous standing with God always holds firm, regardless of my performance, because my standing is based solely on the work of Jesus and not mine. Footnote 28, Romans 5, 18. So then, As through one transgression there resulted condemnation to all men, even so, through one act of righteousness there resulted justification of life to all men. It's a sacrifice on on the cross. Verse 19, through the obedience of the one, the many are made righteous. Back up into the main paragraph. This one has a lot of footnotes. Some of them only have one. This one has a bunch. But it's a, it's a central doctrine, so it should have a lot. On my worst days of sin and failure, uh, do you know what kind of days he's talking about? I do. 
The gospel encourages me with God's unrelenting grace toward me. On my best days of victory and usefulness, the gospel keeps me relating to God solely on the basis of Jesus' righteousness and not mine. So the gospel saves us from despair and a crippling, overwhelming guilt, but it also will guard us and save us from self-righteousness and the subtle complacency that comes from self-righteousness. Next week is section 10, Enslaved by Christ's Righteousness, which is good that that comes next because we don't want to misunderstand the fact uh, that we are saved by grace. We don't want to misunderstand the fact uh, that we are... uh, We don't want to think that since we're not saved by works, that therefore it doesn't matter what we do. It It doesn't matter how we live. That's not the Christian life. We're set free that we may obey without being under the authority of the law, without having to earn our own righteousness. That's Christian liberty. So I pray that you would strive, as I, I pray for myself to continue striving, strive to rest in Christ's righteousness alone. Everything else in the Christian life will flow out of this fountain stream, resting in the righteousness of Christ.